Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world, with the most candid interviews. Like anything else, if you can analyze what caused your error correctly, then you're, you're home free. But if you just kind of, oh, well, I three-putted, well, why did you three-putt? There's a big difference between being 50 foot in the hole because you hit a terrible iron, or three-putting from 15 foot, which would really bother me because then it was a speed issue because you didn't roll it close enough to the hole. Taking you beyond the ropes. I'm not sure what was going on. Angel, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were going to expose me, but I was at Bevmo. Uh, I got a uh, Patron margarita mixer, and I got some kombucha. Now, I take it that's not all just for tonight. <laughs> Unforgettable stories. Actually, you know, Hogan didn't cut the ball. So when he got rid of the hook and the ball went straight, in Hogan's mind, that was a cut. Times I played with him when he'd say, I kind of fanned that one, I cut that one in there. It didn't cut in my mind, it would have went dead straight. A bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome to the program, folks. On this Friday, we've got a ton of stuff to go through with you today, and we have a very special guest coming up in just a few minutes that I will tell you about in just a few minutes as well. First of all, to the European tour, the golf is mostly concluded. It's the Aphrodite Hills Cypress Showdown. Yes, same location as last week, but this is a different format where it's more of, a, my words, not theirs, a cutthroat format where they're going to cut to 32 at the end of today. Leading the way, though, atop the leaderboard, James Morrison was 8-under on his round today to stand 11-under par and have a one-shot lead over David Horsey, Romain Lagaste, and Joost Lauten, who all stand at 10-under par. Nacho Elvira starts the 9-under par group that includes Luis Dieger, Robert McIntyre, uh, Jonas Vermin. Uh, let's see, Stephen Brown is the last in that grouping. Again, led the way by James Morrison on the mark of 11 under par. All right, to Houston we go. There is golf already underway on the PGA Tour. Sam Burns has birdied his first hole of the day. He has reached a three under par. He's now tied for second. But the lead is held by Brant Snedeker. Sneds was five under in the opening round with a 65. And when he finished, the first question, I guess, is, you know, what level of emotion do you have after a round like you just played? Obviously very excited about how I played today. Drove it great. So um, around this golf course, I'll be in the fairway. Otherwise, it'll be a long day for you. Did a great job with that. Made some pots and Two advantage of the par fives, you know, bury every par five out there. So, you know, this course is a long, tough golf course. So to, to play well, you need to take advantage of the scoring holes, which I did a great job of today. Did you feel like there was a 65 out there at the <laughs> no. beginning of the day? No, I didn't. You know, I, I knew I was putting good, which was a good feeling going in the day. I knew I'd been driving it really well. So it just kind of depended on how, how I hit my irons and kind of hung in there. I did a great job of kind of thinking my way around the golf course. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a long week. This golf course is a big, tough golf course. And so... Um, I'm excited. I got a low one in me, which is good, you know. But uh, it's, you know, the, the lead makes means nothing right now. We got a lot of golf to go. What were some of the more difficult holes out there that you could see being an issue later in the? Yeah, in the week? Know, there's quite a few of them, really. You, know, you start you start putting your finger on a few of them. You know, the par three fifteen is gonna gonna be really tough by the end of the week. You know, we played it up today, but it's just a diabolical green, so you have to pay attention to that one. Thirteenth, another diabolical green, depending on the pin position, can be really tough. Then you have the long holes here. You know, one's one's a long, tough par four. 
Um, I think you just go about every part four, and they're all about over 500 yards they want to be. So um, the tour did a good job mixing up today, moved some tees around, so didn't play the full length, which gave us some scoring opportunities. But um, you know, I, I don't anticipate that being the, the, the case the rest of the week. And just having the fans out here, yeah, um, you know, what's that been like this week? I think that's a big reason why I play well today. You know, um, I love having fans out here. I kind of feed off their energy. It's great to hear some claps and some people getting excited for good shots and some birdies. And, um, you know, that's a big reason why I think I played well. I, I was excited to be out there and, and um, been, been missing them. So I'm glad to have them back. Right. Thanks, Brent. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Brant Snedeker leading the way at five under par. I tried to say that as fast as he speaks after a 65. What'd you say Dom you should do if, for a side hustle gig? He should, he should be that guy, the guy at the end of commercials with, like, the pills that will kill you if you take them. Oh, when they go through the... Uh, may cause diarrhea and death. May cause yeah. instantaneous combustion. All right, well, he's right. five under par. He won't tee off for another 30 minutes or so. As I mentioned, Sam Burns is one under after one. He is tied for second on three under par. Others at three under par. Cameron Davis, Michael Thompson... Scotty Scheffler, all will tee off in the afternoon. Harold Vardner, Carlos Ortiz, again, all in the afternoon, which tells you something about the scoring that took place yesterday. Uh, also, let's see, that la- also three under par, but teeing off at 7.35 off the first will be one Jason Day. And for Jason Day, I guess, the, you know, he's been dealing with injuries. We know that. He, it's kind of feast or famine with him where he has these runs where he does extremely well, like when he tied for fourth at the PGA Championship. Then he has missed cuts and he withdrawal with the, with the injuries and all the rest. So the question is, what week will it be for Jason Day? And what does that foretell, perhaps, to the Masters next week? Let's find out for Jason how well it went. Um, it, well, I, I think... I drove it half decently well. I mean, when I did miss it, I missed it in, in pretty good spots. And then uh, out of the rough, I hit some nice iron shots to at least give myself a chance at uh, getting up and down. Um, you know, overall, I feel pretty happy with, uh, you know, with my putting. I think I putted a lot better um, today than I had in the past. And I think it's just a good step in the right direction. Yeah, everyone's learning this golf course. And yeah. some guys have had trouble on the back, but you had a flawless back. Uh, just yeah. talk about the course and... And how it challenges the field? Yeah, definitely the um, the back. I feel like the backside is a little bit tougher. You know, obviously, scoring opportunities. You get two par fives on the front. Um, you know, a couple of shorter holes on the on the front as well. But uh, you know, if you can try and get yourself at least, you know, you know, one, two, or three under par going through the front side, um, you can kind of snag maybe one or two, and you end up having a pretty you know, like decent round. Um, you know, this is very difficult around the greens. You know, with that Bermuda grass. Uh, and the runoffs, they're very, very inconsistent in regards to bouncing up the up the slopes. So, if you can leave yourself into, you know, some decent locations around the greens, you can have a good opportunity at, at getting up and down pretty easy. Or you can leave yourself pretty frustrated at the end of the day. Mostly, what did it feel like to have fans out there for the first time yeah. in so long? It was uh, actually really nice. Um, it was. It was something that, uh, you know, I think a lot of us have been waiting for and, and, and hoping for, and it was nice to be able to see. I mean, we only had like 2,500, I think, in today, but it felt like a lot. Um, so overall, very, uh, very happy to be able to play in front of the fans. You know, playing with Phil is always a treat, uh, and, and Victor as well. But, uh, you know, you, when you're playing with Phil, you usually get a few fans, and uh, it seemed like we had uh, a nice grouping today. Thanks, Chase. Thanks, Chase. Phil Mickelson that he was referencing there ended up finishing six over par. Phil Mickelson with uh, 76. 
in the opening round. Let me ask you a question. Does your back hurt? How about your knees? I'm guessing probably. And you know, you definitely aren't getting enough sleep. Pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people, but now you can do something about it. BioFit 360, new company that's here to help you manage and alleviate your pain naturally, drawing upon the expertise of over 1,000 medical professionals. They developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and are utilizing all its healing properties across an array of products designed just for you. Oils, sleep aids, creams, soft gels, and more. If you're experiencing pain on a daily basis or could use some extra sleep and who cannot, you need to check out BioFit 360. Just head to BioFit360.com for more information. The information on Adam Scott is that he finished two under par And for Adam Scott, just like all the other players in this field, they do not know this golf course well at all. The question is, how'd you do? Yeah, well, I liked where I was in practice and uh, it kind of panned out for me today. I got off to a bad start and I didn't panic and hung in there and hit lots of good shots, made a couple putts and, you know, I can see this week is going to be one of those long weeks on the golf course. It's pretty relentless golf course it demands you know a lot of good hitting and then the greens are beautiful but it's they're they're tricky to putt on so it's going to be a grind this week but I I like where everything is so far if I can see a little bit of improvement the next three days I might have a chance here this week and I'll feel good about going to next week some guys did have trouble on the back but you had a flawless back nine can you just talk about that last stretch yeah I played a really good nine holes uh you know, I really put it together. Um, most of the nine, I was in good position. I actually hit a left one out there because I didn't birdie the par 5 12th from a good position in the fairway, but uh, everything else was really good. I took advantage of a few. It's just how, it's what I needed after a tough start. And last question, first event in the United States to welcome back fans. What was it like having fans out there? Were you comfortable? Was oh, it yeah. a nice energy? No, it was great. It was good. It was fun to have a bit of volume out on the golf course again. And uh, I think also fun for them. You know, they've obviously missed being able to come out to the PGA Tour. And I was playing with the world number one today. So we had a great group and everyone excited to see him. And um, nice to have a bit of an atmosphere again. So it's thankful they're allowed out here this week. We'll go down here. Okay. Adam Scott, so when he was talking about the golf course and the nuances of this golf course, remember the tour hasn't been there since 1963, but one who has been there since that time is Tom Doak. Now, the player advisor on the redesign was none other than Brooks Kepka. So Kepka was talking about how his round went for him, which was okay, a two over par 72 when it was all said and done. But if, you know, like all of us, we're all trying to learn the golf course anew too. And I'm looking at the green complex and seeing a lot of the look of, of Tom Doak in that. But you're hearing from a lot of players that it was a pretty tough golf course. So let's find out a couple things from Brooks Kepka. First of all, what is the reaction that you're getting from players, and secondly, how was your game? Yeah, it was nice. I mean, the golf course is in good shape. Uh, it's a fun golf course to play. I really like it. Uh, you know, obviously having a hand in it is is special, um, so you want to play well. But I just hit it like I hit it terrible today. It's it's funny because I've hit it so good the last couple of weeks, and um, so that was disappointing. But the scoring is back, which I like, and uh, I'm confident with that. 
Any comments from your playing partners today on, on the quality of the course? Yeah, I think every time Jordan hit in the water, um, they told me that was my fault. So um, I'm pretty sure a couple of people, every bad shot will be my fault. So I'll take that. And just lastly, uh, what do you need to improve on remaining three rounds? Just need to strike it better. I, like, I lost it right on, on two. And then from there, it felt like I, I didn't want to. I was afraid of the right miss, and you can't do that. And just disappointing, you know, to have um, to hit the ball the way I did. But it's an easy fix. I know what I'm doing, so uh, it shouldn't take too long. All right. Thank you. Thanks. BenHoganGolf.com. When you log on to BenHoganGolf.com, one of the things you can see of many is the new GS53 Max driver. It is absolutely packed with all of the modern technology. It is designed to help you get the ball airborne, to hit it longer, and to correct the spin on an off-center strike or an off-path strike. In other words, the slice. Check out it on BenHoganGolf.com, and you'll be pleased to see, on top of everything else, that it is priced very aggressively for the marketplace compared to the technology that is within. And the best part for me is that it has the great name of Ben Hogan etched right into the metal. All right, the PGA Tour champions will get underway later on today. I'll be giving you all the airtimes coming up in just a little while. The Charles Schwab Cup Championship. And Fred Couples was asked prior about what it's like to be back at the Phoenix Country Club, what it's like to be back in the area, how happy he is. Well, I really like the course. I don't know. I don't think I played the last couple of years, but I played three years ago, and uh, I love the weather. And I don't live far from here, so it's a one-hour flight. I love everything about it. Um, and I've been trying to, you know, stay COVID-free because Augusta is my favorite term of the year. And as I got closer to it, I really started to not do anything, but maybe practice a little bit. And... Uh, you know, now we're here and I'm ready to play. I've played a couple days in Arizona, or Phoenix up at Whisper Rock to practice, and then I'll get a practice round today and start tomorrow. How do you feel just in general? Well, I have a bunch of new clubs. I've been a Bridgestone guy forever, and I'm still a Bridgestone guy and a Bridgestone ball, but I put uh, some pings, and uh, we'll see what happens. I have a brand-new set in there that I, I came and worked Monday at, at Ping. And uh, they seem to go well with this green ball that I'm using. So um, I'm not really worried about that at all. But uh, I am excited to start playing. And then obviously next week will be a, a real treat like it usually is. Some big names in this event, and that includes Jim Furyk. Now, you might remember Jim Furyk went to school nearby. So he was asked at the start of his sound as well how much he enjoys being back in Arizona. Yeah, it's always good to be back in Arizona. Um, you know, I went kind of down the road. I went to college at, in Tucson at the University of Arizona. So this is this is probably pretty much split in Wildcat and Sun Devil country. We're much closer to ASU, but um, it's good to be back in Arizona. Dry climate, wonderful weather. Have to get used to. I think we're about 1,100 feet above sea level here, so you get used to maybe the ball going just a touch farther. Um, that always takes me a few days, but. Uh, Good to be back, and, and uh, you know, I know if there were fans, there'd be some good Wildcat support here. Did you play this course much when you never, in, never uh, no? played yesterday for the first, first time. time? So, uh, just there was no events that either played here. Arizona State didn't have their event here, so I've uh, never seen it. Heard a lot good about it before getting here. It was a, you know, a, it was you know, I heard tight. I heard kind of a 
I expected it maybe not to be. It's not long, but I ne- like I'm not gonna say it's this giant long golf course, but it's longer than I kind of imagined. I just kept hearing it was on this small piece of property, kind of tight. Uh, but they use the property just amazing. I mean, we got tee boxes back in the corners of property. You really don't feel like any hole is on top of the other. Um, and even though it's on a, a smaller parcel of land, I think they did a wonderful job of fitting a, a very good golf course into the property. I'm hearing the greens are pretty spectacular. So it's a big week for the PGA Tour champions. And with that, you've got the big man there, the big easy. Let's hear what Ernie Els had to say, and what his thoughts were coming into this event. Golf course is in great shape. Uh, wonderful place i played it on tuesday i spent some time yesterday evening it's just uh, fabulous uh you know kind of an old school design uh you can just see by the history that I got in the club you know this course has been here for many years and some really great tournaments have been played here so uh looking forward to a good week this is uh, the last tournament of 2020 just evaluate your your first year out here on pga tour champions well i gotta be satisfied you know uh two wins I haven't had a win for quite a quite a while before this year, anywhere in the world. So it was nice to win again. Um, you know, played pretty good golf, uh, some good scores. Um, I let a couple slip. You know, a couple of putts here and there. You know, could have been a little bit better. But hey, as a as a rookie, to uh, to have had the year I've had, you know, so far is is is, is uh, I'm very satisfied. Tuesday, the first day you saw the course. Yeah, my first time. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've only played one other time in Phoenix. That was, uh, well, actually a couple of the Greyhawk and, and TPC. So I've never been downtown, actually. So it's uh, nice to see it. The Big Easy. We'll see what happens later on today. I'll be giving you all the air times hey, in Matt. just a little while here on the Fairways Life Show. Mr. Dom. So there was actually a couple of things that came in from the Champions Tour. Yes. That I wanted to share with you that uh, became available to us. And I just wanted to make sure that our audience yeah, – here's the thing. Matt, I don't want you to say what this is. I want people who are listening to us on the radio right now to see what we're t- – <laughs> you got to see this. I'm not saying you gotta word, go to Facebook, got to go to YouTube, got to watch our stream. These pictures were made available to us. If you're watching us, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And they have no relevance to anything. But I, I felt the need, but Matt, they're relative to, to everything. share them with you and our audience. Yes. All right, Dom. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great tease. All right, so the other tease is that, that we can, there? <laughs> right. The other tease we can bring to its conclusion right now is the guest that we will have coming up next. Hollywood actor Oliver Hudson will be joining us on the Fairways of Life show this morning. Maybe you could tell that I was... I was Carrying on a little bit longer in this segment to make sure that the timing worked for Oliver Hudson, but he's going to be joining us very soon. Now, I tell you this, Dom. Last night, I was doing some research on Oliver Hudson, right? Now, I put in, I know, I know he's a huge golf fan, and that's why we're doing this, because Dom's trying to do these interviews with more celebrities that love golf. Great, cool. So I started doing some research, and I don't even know how I stumbled on it. I pulled up this video from when Oliver Hudson was on Conan. And he, he was on there with, with Tom Jones, which was classic. And he was talking about getting a Brazilian wax. Do you know what that is, Dominic? I, I do. I didn't know it How was a thing know? that men could do, though. <laughs> That's what, no, Brazilian, not Brazilian wax. Bro-zillion. Oh, that, I don't. I didn't know that was a, no, I'd never heard of that. Well, it's a thing. Brazilian, yes. 
He was he was on oh, there. Nice, I guess it's a, it's a man. It's a man Brazilian or something, which is I, you know, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. So it was pretty funny, actually, because he was on there telling Conan, I guess he shot a film in New Orleans and Conan said it's impossible to eat healthy when you're down there because the food is so good. Right. And he goes, oh, yeah, he says, I put on 18 pounds. He said, I was drinking, I was eating, I pulled a tendon in my, in my ankle. And so to mix things up, he decided to get a Brazilian wax. Apparently, he claims his, his wife's suggestion. And the guy that's, that's Conan's sidekick, do you know his name by any chance? Andy Richter. Andy, Andy Richter. Well done, Dominic. So Andy goes... I know everything. That's my job, to know Andy everything. Andy says... Matt's job is to be good on TV and then, and then say, what does that mean, Dom? And then I'm supposed to know what that means. Yes. That's a, that's a pretty fair balance. That's what I'm here for. So anyway, so Andy Richter <laughs> says something to him like, dude, you could... Pubic hair doesn't weigh 18 pounds. <laughs> maybe a couple <laughs> pounds, he said, which made me laugh out loud. So anyway, that was what this piece was about. And then he turns to Tom Jones, who has to be 80-something years old, right? I started asking him about it. It was classic. So immediately I liked the whole vibe of Oliver Hudson in that he has fun. He, he doesn't take stuff too seriously. Uh, obviously, as we mentioned, he loves the game of golf. There was some great video on golf TV of Tiger. I guess he, was, he played for Tiger's charity team in some cup event that Tiger has in February in L.A. And Oliver Hudson, who, who looked like he was hitting it pretty well, shanked one in front of Tiger and in front of the camera, which was bad timing. I don't know if I'll get a chance to ask him about that as well. But coming up after this break, we're going to get a chance to speak with a big weight, a big wig, and I don't know about the weight thing. I'm going to stay away from that. But a big wig in the world of Hollywood for the family that he's from, Goldie Hawn's son. He was pretty much raised, his stepfather was Kurt Russell, his sister is Kate Hudson, and onward. He's been in a zillion different things if, if you get a chance to, to look up what this guy has done, but he does love the game of golf. Before we go to break, just want to remind everybody the website for French Lick Resort is FrenchLick.com. You can see this beautiful place with the historic hotels. We loved it when we were there. First time that I've actually stayed at the West Baden Hotel. That's the one with that massive historic atrium, and I really enjoyed it. It really is a very special place. In fact, when we go back next time, I know for me, I want to immerse myself much more in the history because when you're there, you feel like it's some kind of a time portal, but it has all the modern amenities too. Frenchlick.com to plan your own trip. Stay with us. When we come back, Oliver Hudson will join us here in the Fairways of Life show worldwide. If you listen to the wind, you can hear it. That's Ireland calling you home. Home to the greatest Lynx golf course. among the Lynx golf masterpieces awaiting your golfing sojourn. Come home to Ireland and enjoy the most incredible golf experience of your life. Get started at Ireland.com. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. 
FootJoy, the number one outerwear brand in golf, is committed to helping you extend the golf season as long as possible this year by providing the best gear to make every day playable. The new Hydro Series line of jackets provides you with the ultimate protection wherever you're teeing it up this season. Whether it's the Hydro Light, the perfect lightweight summer jacket for, say, golf in Florida, Arizona, the Hydro Knit, which protects like a rain jacket but feels like a mid-layer for places like California or the Carolinas, FootJoy has a rain protection to keep you dry and playing through any weather. Also joining the FJ Performance lineup this year is the all-new Hydro Tour rain jacket designed to withstand the most extreme weather conditions. Play more golf this year and get the gear you need to play in those conditions. Visit footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. The best golf experiences are the unique ones that combine breathtaking beauty, inspiring designs, and refined luxuries. Streamsong Resort, conveniently located in Central Florida, is unlike any golf experience you've ever had. Award-winning courses by Corin Crenshaw, Tom Doak, and Gil Hans will challenge and amaze in a dunescape you'll swear cannot exist in Florida. Awaken your senses then at their opulent spa or enjoy world-class bass fishing, archery, or clay shooting. The options are endless and you can cap it all off with luscious and distinctive culinary choices to delight any palate. Visit StreamSongResort.com today to plan your golf trip that's everything that you would want and nothing like you've ever experienced. Play is underway at the Houston Open. We'll give you an update on what's going on on the leaderboard coming up here in just a moment. Absolute delight to welcome to the program Oliver Hudson, who you guys probably know from the myriad of shows and movies that he has been in over the years. Dawson's Creek, Rules of Engagement, Nashville, Screen, uh, Scream Queens. And in 2020, CBS's comedy, The Three of Us, many, many more, as well as uh, as noted with a graphic you'll see coming up in just a moment, 29 uh, films as well. But the man is mad about the game of golf, and that's what drew us to Oliver Hudson and catching up with him and his life and his love for the game. Oliver, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing very well. Thank you very much. So let's jump right into this thing. With, with you in the game of golf, I know you you were you were born in Los Angeles, right? But did you did you grow up in Colorado? I grew up between LA and Colorado. Half the year in Colorado, and then half the year in Los Angeles. We just got back actually about a week and a half ago. We were there for about five months during the summer. It's the greatest. So awesome. we want to be there as much as we can be. 
And and you say you were you were what family are back there, or you guys have a place over there, so that you and your three kids are hanging out in paradise. And it was what a great place to be through the pandemic and all the rest. I take it. Oh yeah, man. Well, um, you know, Kurt came into my life when I was six years old, and he had been in Colorado and had a place in Colorado since 1977. So he's the one who introduced us, uh, our family, to the valley, you know, the uh, yeah. Roaring Fork Valley and uh, immediate love. And we have been there ever since. We've had a, a ranch there ever, ever since. So awesome. it's, it's paradise, man. Was, was Kurt Russell also the and one? And you can hit the ball and you can hit the ball 7,000 yards. Yeah, that's you know what, what I've heard. I haven't played out there yet. You're, you're, yeah. you're at 8,000 feet up there. So yeah, it goes. Everybody's a big hitter. Did Kurt Russell introduce you to golf then, Oliver? No, actually, um, one of my mother's friends who actually passed away a couple of years ago, her name was Barbara Robertson. She is the one who introduced me to golf. I was 15 years old. Um, I was at Rancho Park Golf Course in Los Angeles on the, just the par three, and I immediately fell in love with it. And, uh, you know, I would just tinker around with it for a while, but in my mid-20s is when I really became a crazy person. You know, I mean, I'm sure anyone who's listening to this show understands what I'm talking about. Just <laughs> full on obsession, full on crazy obsession. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've, we've got some video too of, of your golf swing, but you've got such a good swing, such a, a fundamentally sound move. I'm, I'm not sure if you can see the video and the playback oh, yeah. that you're That's getting. That's old school there. Yeah. <laughs> right. But look at this. Look at, oh. look at you at the top. The position of it is perfect. Now, did that come naturally to you or, or were you working hard with somebody? Um, so I, I, I want to say naturally, all, not to be a, a weenie about it, but no, I understand. I, I've always, I've always watched in sports in general, I've watched and tried to mimic, you know, um, I've had coaches for sure or teachers, um, but I've never really sort of stuck with one because if they're trying to change something in my swing fundamentally, I just can't really get my wrap my head around it. The best lesson I ever had was from Billy Harmon in the desert. And I only had one lesson because he, he never called me back after that. I don't know why. Billy, <laughs> give me a call. Um, but he, he was so great. And he, he watched me hit some golf balls. And he says, well, your natural shot is a, is a fade. Why are you trying to hit a draw? And I said, because it's sexy. You know, draws are sexier. And, and he, he's laughing. And he was the only person who never tried to change anything that I did in my golf swing. He just wanted to make what I had better. And I really vibed with that. And, and I've taken that little piece of advice, you know, through my golf career, even though I haven't really been coached much. But don't fight what you have. Make make what you have make what you have better, you know. I watched a little don't video fight clip. What you don't have. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, it's working for you, yeah. so don't change anything. Just keep it, keep it going. And I love Billy, <laughs> by the way. You were telling him he's he, man's a classic. Uh, I was yeah, watching a is. video clip as I was going online looking up stuff with you in golf, and I guess it was from February. You were at Tiger's event in L.A., and he was on a golf TV. <laughs> he was on there doing a thing, and, and uh, you sh- I don't know if you shaked your shot. Whatever, something happened. Oh no, and- I, uh, I, did. I did. You did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Now, okay, this is, this is, it's just so perfect. I mean, it's almost, it's almost like you can't write it, you know, because 
I, I, I'm sitting there, and by the way, I hadn't played golf in a long time. I haven't picked up a golf club. It was winter. You know, I was just sort of not in the golf mode. But, of course, Tiger, you're playing no matter what. I'll play if I'm, I, I'm, in, I'm in casts all over my body. And I'm warming up, and I'm hitting a five iron, and I'm just striking it. I mean, it is pretty. And, oh, man, it feels good, this, this, and that. And I look behind me, and Tiger's there doing an interview, actually talking about, what a great golf swing he has, and he can move the ball from left to right and all this yes. stuff. And I was like, oh. And I said, oh, my God, he's watching me now. I cannot believe it. The next shot, right off the hosel, dead left. <laughs> and that's the one they got on film. <laughs> yeah, but it was Tiger saying to the cameraman, you got that, right? You got that, right? And, oh, and unfortunately, Of course, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that for anything, man. I mean, that, that's my personality. I, it's hard for me to get embarrassed or, or feel sort of ashamed. I mean, the fact that that happened is better than it not have, have had happened. You know, I, now it's, it's something. It's, 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 it's an actual moment. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of something else I saw. Nothing to do with golf, but I have to tell you this because I watch it and I laugh my, my you-know-what off. You were, on, mm-hmm. you were on with Conan. And you got a oh, yeah. Brazilian, you're right. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But you were sitting next yeah, to yeah, Tom Jones, right? And I thought it was so classic yeah. to be sitting next to Tom Jones. And he was like, oh, no, I take a razor. I have an electric razor. Yeah. I just thought it was beautiful. <laughs> it was a funny moment, man, because I started going off and I see Tom Jones there. I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like Tom Jones is known <laughs> for basically not wearing any underwear. So I'm figuring I got to ask this guy that question. He had plenty thrown at <laughs> him from what I understand. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. absolutely awesome. He's very comfortable. To that point, because of the game of golf and because of you and your family and everything that you guys have done, you've been around superstars pretty much your whole life. From, from you, you know, your, your mm-hmm. mom with Goldie Hawn and as you mentioned with Kurt Russell being – being the guy that was there, you've been around such big name people. When it comes to the game of golf, whether it's Tiger Woods, you know, telling the world about what a great golf swing you have in that moment, or somebody else you've been around, because I know you've been around all of them. What is it like for you to be mm-hmm. living this life and, and especially to be a golf fan and be surrounded by the game's greats, all time greats? Yeah. Well, you know, just to get a little philosophical not philosophical, but just sort of to express what the game has even given me, you know, aside from just being one of the great games of all time, because you're just playing yourself. And there's so many different variables, and it is such a representation of life for me. But it has introduced me to some of the great people. I've made amazing friends from this game, and it has allowed me to play with some of the great golfers. And also to realize how much fun they are on and off the golf course. Um, I've had amazing rounds with Pat Perez. I've played with DJ. I mean, these are all sort of, you know, at clubs and stuff. And, yeah. and you get into this whole crew. And it's just been incredible. I played 27 holes with Phil Mickelson at the Madison wow. Club. Um, you know, I have yet, I played with Sergio at Pebble Beach. I mean, I've, I've really been very lucky. Sergio was great. Sergio came over for dinner uh, that night. It was my, it was myself and my friend Josh Dumel, and yeah. uh, we had dinner, at, and it was just so much fun. And 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 as you said, I've been around celebrities all my life, and I'm I'm sort of immune to the actor. But when it comes to an athlete and especially a golfer, I just become like a little schoolboy. You know, I can't believe I'm in their presence, and 
it's been really, truly amazing. That is amazing. Uh, speaking of Josh, by the way, what, how is his game right now? I'm curious. I honestly don't know. He, he's, uh, he's doing a movie. He's working. He's a working man. Have and, you, uh, I think have you guys started up again? Are you in production? We start December. Oh, okay. So we were supposed to be doing and working in April. And, and of course, you know, COVID happens. And, and yeah. I was just lucky enough that they wanted to keep the show going and hold it. And so now we're finally going to be shooting it in December, which is, which is nice. So how it typically then, I know it depends whether it's a, a movie or whether it's a regular TV series or what have you, but typically, uh, and you, you alluded to this, Oliver, when you say that you, you weren't playing much in February, a Tigers event coming in, how much are you able mm-hmm. to play? And does it come in like, you know, very intense spurts and periods mm-hmm. of time, and then you can't play for a while? Well, Matt, you caught me at the perfect time because golf for me has been missing in my life for about four or five years. Just kids, I've got three children, and you know how it just slips away from you. And and once the game slips away, you start to lose the desire, you lose the passion, you lose the sort of the practice and all of it. This summer, I have had a major, major come back with my obsession. I, <laughs> I'm buying new clubs. I can't stop playing the game. I'm practicing all the time. I've found it again. So you caught me at the perfect time. I'm actually, tomorrow I'm going to play Bel Air Country oh. Club. So I'm I'm just, I'm back in, man. And I, I'm really, really excited. And in mid-November, I organized a golf trip with uh, my family, with my dad and my brother and my cousins. And we're going to go play a whole crazy format and, and uh, do three days of golf in the desert. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hyped on it. Big time. Have you had a chance, by the way, to go to Ireland or Scotland and play? In fact, last time I saw your, your no. stepdad, Kurt Russell was on with me from the Ryder Cup. And we, were in, uh, we were in Paris. I think he was with Samuel L. Jackson on a team or something. Yeah. It was like a celebrity yeah. uh, Ryder Cup. Yeah, yeah. That's such a cool thing he gets to do. I'm jealous, man. I'm like, why can't? I get on the team. I got to do more. I have to do more movies. Like, how do I need more fame? How do I get more famous just to be on that Ryder Cup nine hole team? Um, but no, I have not. I have not done the Scotland trip, the Ireland trip. It's the one that I have to do. I really have to, you know, now that I've found it again, it's yeah. a trip that I have to plan. What about your kids? Your, your oldest boy, I think, is 13, right? 13, 10. And how old is your daughter? And seven, yeah. And seven. And have yeah. you been able to introduce the kids to, to yeah. golf? And, and what's the reaction? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's hard because I, I want them to want to love golf. And they go in spurts. You know, when, when, when we're in, at the desert, I'm a member at a place called Bighorn. You know, they, they go and they hit balls and they really do have beautiful swings, especially my little girl. I mean, it just seems to come natural. Their, their swing is a natural swing. Um, but... I'm not going to push them. You know, when they want to yeah. play, great. If they don't, great. If they want to go, you know, mess up the sand traps for a minute, okay, I'll go rake them for an hour. Sure. Just getting them on the golf course, whether it be driving the carts or hitting balls, whatever it is, just being out there, I think, is, is what's important. And then hopefully it just sort of, you know, the grass grows up through their feet and then into their soul like it did me. <laughs> yeah, you, you clearly uh, – have a little bit of a philosophy in terms of golf and its importance in your life as, as I'm mm-hmm. sure everyone that's watching or listening to this show feels the same way. 
mm-hmm. what is it uh, about the game of golf do you think that grabbed you so much, Oliver? And after that, mm-hmm. can you make any analogy between what you do in your nine to five, if you please, as an actor mm-hmm. and what you do when you're on the golf course? Are there any bridges there? Well, look, athletics, everyone can, can make analogies, right, from just just athletic sports in general into your life, you know. But golf, I think, really exemplifies, you know, sort of the human spirit and, 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 and just how we go about things and how we have ups and how we have downs and how we have good days and bad days. Um, how there's certain things in our lives that are really working at, at, at one time. And then all of a sudden, that's not working anymore. My relationship isn't working, but you know, my career is good. It's the same as my driver's working today, and then my, but my putter's not. Um, <laughs> and, it's a sing, and it's a singular game. You know, I mean, you have no one to blame but yourself. You are, you're completely self-reliant. You're the one swinging the club. You get what you put into it. Uh, you know, the more you practice, the better, the, the better you're going to get, but you also have to take that practice out onto the golf course. I mean, I can make life analogies with golf all day long. Um, but you are always challenging yourself to get better. And, and that's the great thing about the game. And, and I think that's how you, how you can relate it to life. I think we should always be challenging ourselves to get better career, love, friendships, whatever it is. And, and, and it just, just meshes so perfectly with the game. Awesome stuff. Good message for people to hear as well. As you well know, we're days away from the start of the Masters oh, in yeah. November. So I have two questions for you there, Oliver, as we, as we start to wrap up. First of all, have you played Augusta National yet? Yes, I have. I played Augusta with, my, with a good friend of mine. Oh, His name is Greg Johnson. Um, I was lucky enough to go out there. <laughs> I played three rounds. It was, oh. uh, it was uh, surreal. Honestly, it was surreal. The first round, I just couldn't believe where I was. Yeah. Um, you know, the surroundings, you just, it's, it's almost like, uh, it's not even dreamlike because you're scared. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my God, I am here right now. Yeah. But here's what's interesting. You tee off. And then you get to the second hole, and it's just iconic, iconic par five. But after the third, fourth hole, you're playing golf. You know what I mean? You are playing golf. You, you're angry at yourself, and you're happy. You're, you're, you're playing the game. And you're taking it in, but you're still playing golf. Uh, but it was just, I can't even explain it, man. It's, it was on another level intense and, 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 and insane. Yeah. I love it. All right, so I'm going to ask you to switch roles now and play a golf analyst. We've got the Masters yeah. next week. It's it's a golf course that you are now familiar with. What are your yes. thoughts? What are you most excited about with Augusta National and the Masters in November? Yeah, well, I mean, look, I've been a huge Tiger fan all my life. You know, I mean, I root for him all the time. Every day I'm rooting for Tiger. I think there's something about him. He's just electric, even even as he's pushing on in years. He's just I just want him to do well. Uh, but I'm honestly excited to see DeChambeau try to hit 450 yeah. drives all over. Bubba Watson won it a few times, a couple times, twice, right? And yeah. um, you know he can he can hit. He's a long hitter and can and can and sprays it. I mean he can hit it anywhere. But in Augusta, after actually having played there, you can hit that ball and you can hit that ball a lot of places. There's there's ways to get out of trouble there, 
right? So I, I'm I'm excited to see DeChambeau just gear up, get that 40 inch 48 inch driver in his hand. <laughs> we'll see, and just try to overpower this thing. Phil Mickelson supposedly is bringing a 47 and a half inch driver to Augusta as well, and <laughs> is he I know, really? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the word with with Phil. And I know you were recently on his podcast, but. Rory certainly has high hopes yeah. for performance at Augusta National, what it could mean for him. So I get, I oh, mean, you, yeah. you kind Rory, of told us. By the, the way, Rory, Rory is, is, uh, has my favorite golf swing, hands down. It's just that that is what I, I wish that I had. I mean, Adam Scott has like, it, everything is just perfect. You know, Tigers, I love his, always loved his golf swing, all the iterations of it. But you look at Rory's golf swing, and it just, every time he swings the club, I, I kind of gasp. I'm like, oh, God, it was just beautiful and powerful and balanced. And he, he, he's got my favorite golf swing. Well, you know where I'm going with this, then. I'm going to ask you for your pick for Augusta National. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Hardest question in the whole show. Um, I'm going to go out on a major limb and it's not a major limb, but I'm going to, I'm going to take the shambo. I'm, I'm going to say it. That's not I, going out on I a limb, dude. It's not going out on a limb. I, I know I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong about that. But what I'm saying is, is like, you will, it will his, will his strategy work, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I think it will. I think it will just given the golf course, you know? All right. Well, we may be pulling this video up again in a week and a half and, and putting it, posting it all <laughs> over the world as, as you may have chosen the winner of yes. the Masters in, at Augusta in November, which will but be But I amazing. want Tiger to win. I, will, I, just want to get, I just want to be on record saying I, I want Mr. Mr. Woods to win. But Wasn't I it amazing when he Shambo did? Win. Wasn't that incredible to, to be able to witness that history? I was crying. Oh, God. I was, every, you know, I was, I was I literally, it was tears. I mean, did you send him a text? I, I'm a very emotional person. Oh, yeah. So that was one of the great moments of my life. Honestly, after I played the first Celebrity Cup, you know, we're on the green and I'm a, on the 18th green at the end. And I'm a, I'm a big fisherman. You know, I love to fish. It's a, it's a hardcore passion of mine. And I know it's his, too. And, and it's Tiger Woods, man. And I'm meeting him for the first time. And I'm like, OK, I know I, I can relate to him. I, I fish. We both fish. And it kind of worked. We get to talking. I get his email address. We were going back and forth, sending some pictures of fish and that, that, that. And then he kind of went silent on me and, and I just left it alone. But I had a nice run. <laughs> <laughs> I, nice I got to ask you a question. How do you ask him? How do you ask Tiger Woods for his email address? Or did you like play uh, it off like, oh, I'll show you. I caught this fish or I got this boat or blah, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we should, you know, there's, there's great big bluefin, you know, that you can spear right off the coast here. Like, you know, you, you, you got to get into this, uh, you, you know, one of those things. And, and then it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe email, maybe some emails. <laughs> you got to take a chance. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. Hey, thank you so much, uh, Oliver, for the time you gave us. We just Thanks, wanted Matt. to kind of touch base here, see how you were doing and, and talk to you about the game of golf and why you love it so much. And, it was yeah. every bit as much fun as we possibly could have hoped for, but mostly we're appreciative Great. of your time. No, I love it. Thanks, thanks, Matt. Anytime, brother. Thank you very much, Oliver. It's good to see All you. Right. Oliver Hudson joining us. Okay, folks, make sure you are playing the right golf ball. Log on to BridgestoneGolf.com and you can get the 
fit, V as in video, to make sure that the golf ball that you're playing, the one piece of equipment you're going to use in every shot is the right piece of equipment for you. So log on to BridgestoneGolf.com today. And you heard me talking to Oliver about Ireland and Scotland. Well, Ireland.com is where you can log on to for all the details about, I'm sure, what is a bucket list destination for everyone, including the best Lynx golf courses in the world because they ring that island that's buffeted by the Atlantic Ocean forever. And it's a place that I'm sure you will be delighted to go. You can start your journey and planning the same at Ireland.com. When we come back, we'll give you an update on what's going on at the Houston Open and talk more about the air times of how, when, and where you can watch all the golf coming up in the coming days. Stay with us. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. Tourage is proud to announce two new hot launch series designed to cover both ends of the game-improvement golf club spectrum. The Hot Launch E521 line is for extreme game improvement featuring the revolutionary Houdini Soul, offset head, extremely low center of gravity, and game-changing high MOI, or the Hot Launch C521 competition spec game improvement clubs that are for those looking for a classic look with a full suite of game improvement technology like diamond face and cup face technology, rear sole weighting, acoustic engineering, and an even deeper power channel. Tour Edge and the Hot Launch 521 line, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Log on to touredge.com today. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoyneGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. FootJoy, the number one outer brand in golf, is committed to helping you extend the golf season as long as possible this year with rain jackets and outerwear for all conditions. New to the FJ Outerwear lineup is the Hydro Tour rain jacket designed to withstand the most extreme weather. Made specifically for golf with a material that is quiet, comfortable, and waterproof, it also features a patented dry seal collar, a double collar that moves the water away from the back of your neck, not down it, no matter how hard the rain is coming down. Play more this year. Play better. Check out the Hydro Tour rain jacket and all the other industry-leading rainwear from FootJoy at footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. 
When Ben Hogan founded his company in 1953, his mission was to make the finest golf equipment in the world. That remains our mission today. We forge every club we make to provide the feel and feedback investment clubs simply can't provide. And our craftsmen micro-manufacture each club to your exacting specifications in our Fort Worth, Texas factory. You'll only find Ben Hogan Golf Equipment at BenHoganGolf.com. Visit us online. You'll be glad you did. Notice that the lag between the end of the recorded commercials and the start of the music welcomed us back to the scene. It's because Dominic was talking to us about Samuel L. Jackson in the movie Snakes on a Plane. Truth or, or, or not? True or false, Dominic? No, that's true. That's true. That's and so fact. Andrew was over well, here going, I mean, Dom, we're, In Dom. fairness, when was I ever discussing anything relevant to this show? Yeah, so... When, like, whenever going, we're not... Dom, Dom we're either, back. Hit the well, music. actually... And Dom was like, oh, no, I hit it. It didn't play when I first hit it. <laughs> so d- dur- during the show and during commercials, it's quite rare that I'm barking in Matt's ear, and in this case in Andrew's ear, about anything related to golf or this show. No, the snake's <laughs> in a plane. Because I spend most of us- my time talking about other, other things. Not relevant to anything they were discussing. Don was telling us about <laughs> different like mega stars that he's reaching out to for these interviews. And he wants an award. He wants a letter written or a citation because he asked Samuel L. Jackson's agent for it. And I guess Samuel L. Jackson said, no. Right? Accurate or not? Well, he, what happened was, here we go. Hey, Andrew, here the screen in the back changed to the credits by accident. Look at that. See, mind you. I love beta testing. We're learning all kinds of stuff. So uh, <laughs> I, I like this celebrity corner thing that we're doing now, okay? Yeah, so yeah. we talked to – when we first launched this whole beta testing thing, I thought to myself, how can we incorporate something new and different and cool into the program? And there are a lot of, for lack of a better term, famous people that are very, very much into golf. Yeah. And as Oliver just mentioned, is obsessed with golf. There's a lot of them like that. And it's rare that you get the opportunity to hear from, from these folks almost exclusively about golf. Typically, they're getting interviewed about their most recent film or they're talking about whatever their show is. And I thought, you know, it'd be kind of fun to talk to these people for 25 minutes just about golf because they're just like us. They're obsessed with golf, uh, but they don't get the chance and the opportunity to do that very frequently. And, I mean, you just heard some great stories from all of them. I mean, that thing about Tiger and his email, it's hilarious. That was my I mean, favorite he's surrounded by famous interview. people, and he's like, how do I get Tiger's email? That so, was my favorite really thing about stuff. how, so, how did you get Tiger's email. He's like, maybe we could, you know, like, email or something? Like, hey, you should, we should hang out. It's like an eighth grader. <laughs> do you like to maybe, fish? I like to fish. We should, like, we should, like, fish together. <laughs> Mine was more thinking about, you know, asking that girl to the prom. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's how bit. I, yeah. it was more kind of that way. Like, um, you think maybe, you know, maybe we could email fishing photos. And then I liked well, it great. when he said like, so anyway, so the tiger was a gauge for a while and he put him on ice. So the point is I, I want to do more of this and I like this idea. So I want to call it 
our celebrity corner, like our beyond the ropes, but on the celebrity side. Right. And so, in that vein, I have reached out already to many celebrities, if you want to call them that, to see well, what the interest Jackson level would be that. and whatnot. And I reached out uh, through Samuel L. Jackson's team, who I don't know and I have not met. And I called them and I was like, listen, we're doing this thing. Here's who I am. Here's who Matt is. Not that that's important. But we need to talk to Samuel L. Jackson. And he's never really done that I know of. Just like a, it's imperative. Just like a 20-minute interview on golf. Like, that's it. I was like, I know he's been in 758,000 movies, but uh, that's great. But let's talk about it, golf. We do have a script we want to send. We're thinking about doing a film called Snakes in a Studio. That's right. <laughs> so I, I, he, he did not hang up on me. He said, all right, well, uh, this is interesting. This is new. This is different. I'm going to take this to him. Like, he's going to take him a script. Like, take him, I'm going to take this to him. I'm like, all right, cool. So I hear back like a week later, and he's like, yeah, I talked to Samuel about your show. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that sentence again. You had a conversation with Samuel L. Jackson about this, about doing this. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, good, done. We don't even need the interview. That's good enough for me. And then Samuel, you know, it's like, no. I'm like, all right, fine. He did say no. I wonder but if it if it was happened. more of like a, <laughs> if it maybe it was a Seinfeldian moment where the the agent told you he was gonna talk to Samuel or Jackson, but the day that he showed up, Samuel was in a bad mood or whatever, or was yelling at him, and 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 he was like, uh, yeah, he said no. So someday, somewhere, because it's golf, I mean, we're going to bump into Samuel L. Jackson. I'm going to be like, dude, how come you said no to coming on the show? He's going to be like, what are you talking about? I never got asked. <laughs> I think he'd probably say that anyway to you. But I just love the fact, like, I, you know how many rejections I've had to offers to come on this show over the last 15 years? And I've never been happier to get in a rejection. I was like, wait a second. You actually, you actually ended up asking him? You talked to Samuel L. Jackson about this show. He's like, yeah. high bar, Dominic. I'm like, <laughs> We're done. The show's over. We're canceling the program. We're finished. We should have, we we should almost have got Samuel in, Jackson on the show. <laughs> we should have people send in their requests for, for what did you call it? Celebrity what celebrity do you want to talk to? Yeah. I'd like Clint yeah, Eastwood. I think, what do you think? Celebrity Corner? That's a good name, right? Yeah. Our Celebrity Corner? Do you think you could get Clint you could think with the whole kind of Zoom way that you do it? I don't know what you guys call it now, the V-Mix. You could get Clint Eastwood to figure that out? Which way? Do I don't know, but I'll tell you what. Getting a no from him would be up there with Samuel L. Jackson. Tell him I said no. <laughs> Get off my Hey, Matt, mind. I got an update. Clint Eastwood talked about our show and said no. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> He's very excited about the no's. All right, we have a change atop the leaderboard at the Houston Open. Sam Burns playing extremely well. Three under through his first four holes. He's reached five under. He's now tied with Brant Snedeker. Snedeker just parred his first hole of the day. The two are top the leaderboard on that mark of five under. Let me just give you some notables here, and then I'll wrap up by giving you the air times of where and how you can see your golf today and in the coming days. Uh, Jason Day, I mentioned to you, is three under par, tied for third. He just parred his first hole of the day. Our friend Greg Chalmers, who was on with us the other day, had a good opening round. Two under par, has him inside the top ten. He was tied for eighth when he posted yesterday. He's just parred his first hole of the day. Tied for 14th. 
One under par is Adam Scott, who you heard from. Uh, Adam has dropped a shot today. He's one over through two. Tied for 14th at one under par and teeing off at 11.55 a.m. local will be the reigning champion golfer of the year, Shane Lowry. At tied for 14th as well and teeing off just after lunch, uh, Tony Finau is one under par. And a little bit after that it is his... Uh, Tea time, Pat Perez will start at one under, currently tied for fourth. Graham McDowell is just getting his round started now. He'll start at one under par. Keegan Bradley is tied for 30th. He is even par through two holes played today, level par for the tournament. Francesco Amolinare is back playing again. He just parred his first hole. He is level par for the tournament and tied for 30th. Terrell Hatton's tied for 45th. He's even through two today and one over for the championship. Same mark, tied for 45th at one over for Victor Hovland. He just bogeyed his first hole of the day. Dustin Johnson is tied for 61st, world number one, is even through two today, but he was two over yesterday, and that's the mark that he sits upon. Tied for 61st as well. Brooks Kepka. Two over after yesterday's opening round. He'll tee off just after noontime today on the 10th. Charles Schwartzel is tied for 61st. He, too, is two over playing in the afternoon. And Jordan Spieth, who will be playing alongside of Brooks Kepka later on today, will start today at three over. What a card that he had yesterday. Talk about a roller coaster. Tied for 72nd, Jason Duffner is three over as well. He'll tee off at 12.35 this afternoon. Tied for 82nd, Zach Johnson is four over, one over through two holes in his efforts today. Tied for 86, Ali Snyder-Jans had it four over par 74 yesterday. He'll tee off just before the noon hour today. Also tied for 86, Sergio Garcia is four over on today's efforts. As I mentioned to you, Phil Mickelson was six over yesterday with a round of 76. He's even par after one on his round today. All right, in terms of air times, let's start with the Houston Open coverage today. We'll have it for you in Golf Channel at 1 p.m. Eastern time. PGA Tour Live is going to kick off. Uh, it is kicked off at 7.50 a.m. this morning, but it's going to go all the way until 4 p.m. this afternoon, the critical piece of information there. And PGA Tour Radio will be coming on Eastern Time in just about an hour from now. PGA Tour Radio can be heard all over the world, including for those of you listening to us uh, in the U.K. on TalkSport. Uh, you can catch it for free around the globe on the PGA Tour app and on PGATour.com and in the National Satellite Service in North America. On the European Tour, the Cypress Showdown will be on Golf Channel until 10.30 this morning. It'll come back on the air again tomorrow at 6 a.m. and Sunday. The PGA Tour champions can be seen later on today from 4 p.m. on Golf Channel, and that will be the start time both on Saturday and on Sunday. Great job, Dom and Andrew. Fun show today. Appreciate your company, folks. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Next time we are together, if we're spared, we'll be for the Masters Week. Let that sink in. Have a great one. Bye for now.